So now I've managed to dry off and I look normal again and I've, I've got everything set up. I thought I'd talk this week about something that's really been on my mind. This week I've given a presentation at Front End North, so that's the thing that I've been thinking about all this week and it's why today is Sunday and I'm only just getting around to recording my video. It's, yeah, it's, it's been a crazy week and I've been focusing on my presentation all week rather than doing videos like this and rather than doing really much anything else. So it's, yeah, it's been a difficult, very busy week and it's the only thing that's been on my mind all week, really, is presentations. So it's the thing that I'm going to talk about today. I've got seven points I want to recommend, seven things I want to say about presenting. So let's start with number one. Cue the big number one showing on the screen and... Right, so the first thing I want to say is you've got to disarm an audience. Whenever you're giving a presentation, no matter how much experience you've got or not much experience at all, you need to disarm the audience. Please, just call her so what do I mean by that? Some ways that can mean that you're funny, you can be funny to an audience. You know, like when I do these videos, I always do something stupid at the beginning because I want to disarm you to some extent. I want you to think this is not going to be a boring video. I want you to think that something cool is going to happen and I want you to not expect what's going to happen next. So I disarm you. I disarm you by doing something funny or something stupid or something different. If you can't be funny, be just a little bit less serious. Some people aren't naturally funny. Some people struggle with being funny, so they're not funny. And if you aren't funny, if you're the kind of person that just isn't funny, then don't try funny. Don't try funny. Don't do it. But if you are naturally funny and you're okay and you're capable of being funny, then try and be funny. It's a good idea. You don't have to be serious all the time. Nobody wants serious. Nobody likes serious. People just want you to just be you and just be normal and I actually spoke about this on my podcast the other day about how I'm trying to be less serious and I've never really done it on these videos you, you won't have seen from the beginning of me doing these YouTube videos I haven't been serious I've just been me and if you're giving a presentation you've got to remember not to be serious the thing that the audience want the most from you is they want to sit there and they want to watch an interesting conversation. They want to watch an interesting presentation. They don't want to be bored. So for that reason, they're expecting you, yeah, you, they're expecting you to be good. They're expecting you to be good and they're expecting to enjoy your presentation and they're expecting to like what you say. So take that advantage, take the advantage and use it. Just turn it on its head, disarm the audience and have a really strong opening. The way to disarm the audience the most is to just have a really, really strong opening. Number two, you know, big, big two again. Cue the <laughs> Number two, the audience can sense your fear. Trust me, they can sense your fear. So Joe, can you smell the fear? Of course. I saw this on Friday in when I went to Front End North in Sheffield. Some people could sense the fear of the presenters. And if you're a bit scared, it shows. It shows immediately. And when you're a bit scared, immediately people start to doubt your expertise. And they doubt that you can actually say what you're going to say. If you just show fear, it's the worst thing you can do, especially to a live audience. They just go... 
people start like, I can't wait to watch this. And then as soon as you stand there and you start going, um, 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 uh, uh, suddenly they just go, oh my God, I don't want to watch this. Because they want to watch someone that's confident and they want to watch someone that's interesting and dynamic. And they want more than anything else for you to do good and they don't want you to be scared. So if you're scared and you get up on the stage and you look scared and you're nervous, people will sense it instantly. So you've got to try not to show it. So audiences can sense your fear. Make sure you hide it to the best of the ability. I'm not saying you're not going to be scared because to some extent you are going to be scared. I'm quite lucky I've given a lot of presentations. They don't terrify me in the slightest, which makes me really easy going when I get on a stage. And it means that I can... I can just present that straight away and people don't feel uncomfortable seeing me on a stage because I'm just like, yeah, I'm just here. I don't really care. You need to learn to hide the fear. If you've got it or if you haven't got it, just don't show fear. Don't show fear. Three. Number three is kind of related to the previous point. You've got to appear confident to an audience. It's vitally important that you appear confident to the audience. Appear confident, look them straight in the eyes, look around the room like that, command the audience, be big and bold and shoulders back and look look confident. Your stance needs to be confident, the words you choose to use need to be confident, the way that you speak needs to be confident. And what do I mean by the way that you speak? Well, you need to not say things like mmm and not say things like ah and not use a lot of filler words. You can get away with saying things like you know and things like that and other vocal crutches, but eventually, as you start to speak more and more, you should look to eliminate all of those things too. And generally, if you kind of talk with a more commanding tone as well, your voice should come down from your chest somewhere. It shouldn't come from high up in your vocal box, it should come from down your chest. So you should command and kind of bellow your voice a little bit. And you should talk slower. And don't be afraid of pausing like that. Don't be afraid of pausing. Pauses can be dramatic. It can give an audience a chance to digest something that you've just said. So if you've just said something really evocative or you've said something that's really important, just pause like that. Just pause for a few seconds. Just give people chance to just kind of consume the thing that you just said. You don't have to be rapid fire all the time like this, but being rapid fire like this serves its own purpose too. Sometimes you've got to be rapid fire. Sometimes you've got to be slower, more methodical, make your points slowly and confidently. There's several tricks to this. There's lots of different ways to do it. But the most important thing to remember is to stand confidently like this. Speak confidently like this. Slow and methodical and bellow your voice and don't say mm, ah and stutter a lot. Just be confident with the things that you're saying. Number four. Number four is an obvious one. It's practice. Practice a lot. Now, I'm saying practice a lot here and some people who have asked me to present before are not going to like the next thing that I say. I actually don't practice a lot. <laughs> it's, I, I just don't. I just don't practice a lot. I'll, I'll run through things in my mind over and over and over, but actually coming to giving the presentation, I actually don't usually practice the full presentation all at once because I personally, I like a bit of danger in my presentations. I like a bit of a feel that something might go wrong. I like feeling that, oh, 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 this this might not go right. And that actually fuels me on 
and kind of G's me up a little bit to, to make me a little bit more passionate to make sure it goes correct. So that's why I, I throw silly things into my presentations, like the thing I did on Friday, where I actually live broadcasted a little bit of my presentation right in the middle of my presentation to Twitter. So I had this idea in the middle of my presentation that I was going to do a magic trick. It's something I've been wanting to do for ages inside one of my inside one of my presentations, and I thought, right, I'm I'm going to try it. So I'm I'm going to do a magic trick, but the magic trick is close up. It's with my hands like this, close up. So I need to show the audience that. So I thought, right, so I'm going to plug my iPhone in and I'm going to project my iPhone screen onto my Mac, onto the big screen, so everybody can see the trick. And then I thought, well, if I'm doing that, I might as well live broadcast it to Twitter at the same time as well. So I did. And by the way, if you want to see it, here it is. Hello. Hello, Twitter. Um, right, so we're doing a live demonstration of the power of design right now. So we're sat in a room. This is front and north. Say hello. A couple of people. Right, so I just want you to talk about Dave. So just hold that, point that down at my hand so people can see what I've got down here. So I've got a pack of cards. I, I, I like saving words that I like. So I've got words like pronoun, prefix, appropriate. Defrock, not so appropriate. Um, extend, pellucid. I've got loads of random words basically. Um, and what I'm going to do is I've got a dictionary over there, by the way. Um, put that over there, we don't need that right now. So I'm gonna make you two pick words from my uh, random collection. So if you can pick one side. Um, you getting this? Yeah. So, there you go, words. How about what, reach for it? There you go, another set of words. Just keep them face down. Just give them a quick shuffle, so let me just show you. Downwards, by the way, so just, just go like that, just simply. Just a quick shuffle, so yeah, there you go. That's fine. So let me take those back off you. So I want you to just pick a random, pick a random word. There we go. You've got you quite an audience here, by the way. I know. How, how many? Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, I'm on fifteen. Oh yes. So same again. Pick a random word. Got it. Memorize the word. Yeah, you want to just put it back? Anyway, you want. Sure you've got it? Yep. Sure, 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 sure you've got, got it. it. Memorised it. It's in there. Yeah, cool. So you, uh, oh, I'm just pick up those ones all the way over those, if not. Just stick it back in. Anyway, you want. Is this blue tack here? Blue tacks? Oh, it's Subaru. Oh. Subaru's cool, by the way, if no one's ever heard of it. So, um, do you want to grab that dictionary over there? Just, uh, don't, well, find that person. Sorry, I don't know anybody's name. This is a... Uh... Here we go. Right, so, you put the first word, didn't you? Yeah. Just, just look at me. I'm doing a bit of Darren Brown here, by the way. So, uh... Right, so I'm just going to try and quickly figure out your word. So, uh... It's... It's not a long word, it's not a long word, it's a short word. Um, oh, you've given me it there straight away. First bit done. So it's a short word, uh, five letters, no, not five letters, you didn't say anything. Four. It's four words. Four words, not four words, four letters. Four letters. It begins with uh, like a plus, no, it's not a plosive sound. You know, you shook your head. You're not very good at this, are you? Uh, no, you're not meant to tell me anything, I'm trying to get it off you. Okay. 
This Darren Barstow's easy. Oh, he's just trying to help me. Um, it's, it begins with uh, A. Yeah, you look to A and that's what you keep doing every time you get it. So it's, uh, it begins with a... It, it, it's, it's not a next, it's, it's not... It's still, it's the beginning of the word though. It's, it's similar, similar to a, a D. A, 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 it's like a... Yes, that's right, you're looking over there again. Um, is it... It's a weird letter after that. Yep, it is. It's a weird letter, so it's a Z. So it's... Adzi? That's it, yeah. There we go. Thank you very much. Uh, now the second word, I'm not going to pretend to even work it out with you, because I already predicted your word. In fact, if you look up Warlock in there, is that right? Is it Warlock? Yeah. Yeah, cool. So it was Warlock. <laughs> you're, you're losing viewers though, yeah. Oh, I'm losing viewers, they don't care. My followers don't care. You found it. So can I just bring that over here a second to the camera? Oh, so I'll turn the camera off so nobody can see it. Can you see that there? <laughs> that is Warlock there. Yep. So as you can see, right there, yeah, I live broadcasted that thing in the middle of my presentation. And I didn't practice that. I didn't practice that once. So while I'm telling you to practice things, and yeah, it's really important that you should practice, and it is really important, I don't personally practice. So it's that's a bit of do as I say and not as I do. I'm kind of lucky that I'm, I'm kind of a natural speaker. I don't suffer from confidence issues, but the only way that um, some people can get over that, to get over the fear, is to practice a lot. So if you struggle with fear of presenting, make sure you practice loads. Just practice all the time, because if you practice all the time, the fear disappears. Trust me, because when I first started giving presentations, I used to be terrified of giving presentations. But to get over that, I just did a lot of them, and I practiced a lot. Think you should listen to what I'm saying, but don't do what I do. Don't never practice, because that's a really bad idea. Number five. This is another obvious one, but do lots of presentations. On Friday at Front End North, a lot of the presenters were new. They was new to presenting. And that's really good. It's really amazing to see a quite a big conference, a Front End conference, one about HTML and CSS and the web, it was really cool to see a lot of new presenters. That was amazing. Most conferences don't do that, so that was really ace. But because of that, I could see the people who'd presented before, and I could see the people who'd never presented. It was immediately obvious to me. Some of the new presenters did great, but some of the first-time presenters didn't do so good. And it was because they'd not given a lot of presentations. So if you're planning on giving a presentation, and you're going to be giving it a huge conference in front of 100 or 200 people, make sure you do the same presentation to a lot of smaller audiences before you do it to a big one. Seriously, just go out there, do it at local meetups, do it uh, anywhere you can. Do it in front of your parents, do it in front of your family, do it in front of strangers, do it at a bus stop just down the road from your house. Do it as many times as you can in front of as many people because it's really important that you practice the presentation a lot. But not just practice it, actually giving a lot of presentations. A lot of the things and the tricks and the tips I've picked up from presenting, particularly the first thing that I mentioned about um, disarming a crowd, I picked that up 
from presenting a lot, I realised when I first got on a stage, disarming an audience and kind of telling a gag or doing something stupid with your slides not only disarms the audience and chills the audience out, it chills you out as well, which is really important. It stops you from feeling nervous. So that was a direct response to the experience I had from doing lots of presentations. I only learned it because I'd done a lot of presentations. So do a lot of presentations. Number six. Running out of fingers here now. Number six. This is actually should have been number one. This should have been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Make sure people have a good time. Let me repeat that even slower. Make sure people have a good time. Make sure people have a good time. Make sure people enjoy themselves. One of the best ways I've found, and it's why all my presentations are kind of super fast-paced and super silly, and they've just got loads of strange stuff going on in them and loads of cat gifts and loads of stupid shit. The reason I do all that is because I want people to have a good time. I've got this rule that no matter how technical the topic is that I'm talking about, or no matter how serious I should have to be, Somebody should be able to enjoy my presentation even if they don't know what I'm talking about. So, for example, on Friday, I spoke a lot about the technology inside our industry, but the kind of stuff I was talking about could have been applied to any industry. And I was hoping that anybody who didn't even understand our industry still got the things that I was talking about and still could potentially understand it and still could enjoy it. So I designed my presentation first and foremost to be enjoyable, to make sure people have a good time, to make sure people have fun. Because the way that you get your message across the most is basically by making people laugh or making people enjoy themselves or emoting a particular kind of feeling in somebody, whether that's, and I spoke about this in one of my other videos, whether that's to make them laugh, cry, have fun or whatever, no matter what it is, you need to make sure they have fun or emote an emotion, something like that. But make sure they have Fun. Number seven, and actually I'm not going to do this in my video, is make sure you've got a strong finish. Have a big strong finish, a ridiculous finish. I was, I was talking about my presentation on Friday. Halfway through the presentation, so my presentation in total was really fast paced and kind of really quick and quick fire like this constantly. I was constantly battering people with slides and opinions and everything. Then I slowed my presentation down halfway through by doing a magic trick, and that's the bit where I, that I live streamed. And then at the very end of the presentation, I did another magic trick, so I slowed it down again. But the magic trick specifically was designed to get everybody to cheer in the audience. It's kind of a cheap trick, but it works. If you finish strongly, so the most important things with the presentation is to start really strong, have a strong middle, and then have a really strong finish. So if you've got all those three bits, strong start, strong middle, strong finish, the strong finish is the only bit that people usually remember. It's the, the, the last bit. The strong finish is the only bit that people usually remember. So it's really important you have a huge finish, a ridiculous finish, something over the top. Make sure you put your most important points at the very end of the presentation, or at least repeat them at the end. Because the things that you want people to remember and take away are the only things they're going to remember. So I finished by having a huge cheer and kind of getting people to just go wild. It's, you know, it's a cheap trick, but easy to do. So that's it. That was my seven points. Seven. Seven points for overcoming the fear 
of presentations, in brackets. Because I think a lot of those things I just mentioned there, my first ever video I did on YouTube was all about the fear. I think a lot of the things I just mentioned there kind of apply to anything. They don't just apply to presentations. It's stuff about being confident and being big and bold and stuff like that are, are all really important and stuff we should remember to do in all of our presentations.